I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Well, good afternoon and thank you for joining us today here, February the 6th. And it's such an honor to be on the radio broadcast, The Winning Side broadcast, podcast, if you're listening on the app today, maybe you're listening in your car radio, uh, but thank you for tuning in. And I'm just filling in just for today for Pastor Coburnat, and he'll be back here uh, shortly, but we're looking forward to having him back on the broadcast. Brother Nathan's over here on the controls, and we are excited today to be with you for the next few minutes. Uh, we'll play a song in just a moment, uh, but I hope that'll be an encouragement to you. Uh, it's been a wonderful weekend here at Victory Baptist Church as we celebrated I Love My Church. And I love my church. I, I hope that you do as well. If you go to a different church than Victory, I hope that you love and I hope that you support and get behind uh, what your church is doing and where your church is going. And the Bible says that the Lord, He loved and He died for His church. And I'm thankful we're a part of that church. I mentioned it on Sunday just briefly. Uh, but the Bible says that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And that's a promise today. Uh, as long as I'm in the church and as long as the church is heading in the right direction according to what the, the Bible says, um, the gates of hell and Satan's forces are not going to be able to win. And you ought to, you ought to rejoice in that today. How, how dark the, the world gets and the forecast and all the, all the different things that could be negative out in the world today. You ought to understand that God is in control, all right? And uh, His church will be triumphant. And we are the bride of Christ and looking forward to uh, spending all year this year as we look at our theme here, uh, Living for Eternity. And it's a wonderful theme, a wonderful thought for us to have eternity in view, to have it as a motivation, and understand that it could be today that we go into eternity by death or by the rapture. But it was a wonderful weekend for I Love My Church, and uh, of course we were celebrating 10 years of our pastor and our pastor's wife, Pastor Jeremy and Miss Joanna, their 10-year anniversary here. And I've just been here for a short time, but just to get to watch the church appreciate and love their pastor. Uh, it was an inspiration and it was convicting as well. We need to lift our pastors up in prayer and to be an encouragement to them. Uh, but we just had a wonderful day on Sunday. Just want to mention the start of a brand new Sunday School class course. Brother Daniel was here live with us yesterday, but his class, the Anchor Bible class, got started and we just heard tremendous reports from it. Uh, we heard that uh, just filled up that room that they are in, and it's exciting to see a brand new class get started. And these are not really classes, my class and his class that have just gotten recently started, they're not really classes for people to come out of other classes into. We're looking for new people. We're trying to fill them up uh, with people that don't already have a Sunday school and looking for a place to grow. And that's really where you do grow in church. Uh, I grow during the preaching, of course, during the Wednesday night Bible study, but in Sunday school is a wonderful opportunity to meet people. It's a great opportunity to study the Bible and to be together as fellow Christians. Well, we want to wish a happy anniversary today to Brother Scott and Marie Mason. And then today, happy birthday to Pavelisa Salazar. Happy birthday to you. I hope it's a wonderful, wonderful day. If you know those folks, make sure that you send them a text, write them a letter, encourage them for their anniversary and their, their birthday. I do want to mention that the Winter Revival is coming up very quickly here, uh, Monday and Tuesday, February 19th and the 20th. And Brother Nathan, it's hard to believe. It's 
it's, it's almost here. And we're praying for revival, not just to be on the calendar, not just to be something that we put on the marquee, but that we experience in our own hearts. And I've been praying that the Lord uh, would bring revival to my heart. I need it. Um, I know that we need it, but I know that I need it today. Well, those are some of the things that are going on. It's, it's going to be a busy full week. Uh, of course, tomorrow chapels over at the school will go on and take place. And those are always an exciting time to be with the students over there. I, I, I love it. I love it. And uh, looking forward to that. And then, of course, our midweek service uh, tomorrow, discipleship, teens on target, master clubs. And so it just keeps going and going and going. And we're praising the Lord for all that he is doing. We're going to jump to this song real quick. And we'll come back with uh, a word from the Bible, from God's Word today, that I think will encourage you. So stay tuned and enjoy this song. I got up this morning and I started my day. God's mercy was with me all of the way. His goodness stayed close by to meet all my needs. My Lord is taking good care of me. I'm never forsaken, I'm never alone One day I'm moving to my brand new home I'm blessed beyond measure, just look close you'll see My Lord is taking good care of me I'm counting my blessings as I journey along Good friends, a family and a place to call home The church where I worship, the Bible I read my Lord is taking good care of me. When Satan comes tempting and he brings up my past, I tell him I'm forgiven and it's buried at last. The bloodshed on Calvary now speaks for me. My Lord is taking good care of me. I'm never forsaken, I'm never alone. One day I'm moving to my brand new home. Blessed beyond measure, just look close, you'll see My Lord is taking good care of me I'm never forsaken, I'm never alone One day I'm moving to my brand new home I'm blessed beyond measure, just look close, you'll see My Lord is taking good care of me Welcome back, and we're thankful for that song today. It was a blessing, and I hope that you enjoyed it. I have my Bible open this morning, and this afternoon, I should say, but if you're not able to open your Bible, you're driving, don't do that. Just listen as I read, um, but I think this verse will be an encouragement to you. Philippians 4, verse number 19, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We're at the end of the book of uh, Philippians, and Paul is writing here from a jail cell, jail cell in Rome. He's writing to this church, encouraging them. If you read the book of uh, Philippians, it's all about where does true joy come from? Of course, it comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. And Paul was able to exhibit that. He was able to teach and preach and, and write through this letter and encourage these Christians uh, who had some hard times they were going through. But he wanted to just remind them, hey, it's all going to be okay. And God is the source of your joy. Even though he was in prison, uh, he was joyful. And I love the book of Philippians. It's a short book, but it's a lot is packed into it. Uh, but there's just the general theme of rejoicing, of happiness, and that our, the source of our joy is found in Jesus. It's a wonderful, wonderful uh, book. But the last chapter, a lot of famous verses in here. 
And especially verse number eight, finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. What an encouragement that verse is uh, to encourage us and to challenge us to think on the right kinds of things, to not let uh, the negativity, not let the influence of the world come in, but to think on those things which are above. But the verse that I read for you and that is our kind of our springboard for the challenge this, this afternoon, is verse number 19, talking about supplying our needs. Where does the supply come from? Where, where is all this coming from? As I, as I have needs in my Christian life, where is it all coming from? It should come from the Lord Jesus Christ. I remember uh, during COVID, I don't want to bring that up, but I am right now, right? During COVID, the supply chain was really messed up. Uh, it was hard to get things. I remember as we were in church there in California, where I was at at the time, uh, we were ordering things and trying to get things in place to have outdoor services like many churches did. And we would drive uh, to the shipping yard where the, the truck was. I remember one time I took the truck and drove it about almost three hours up past Sacramento to pick up uh, one of the tents that was coming in so we could have an outdoor service because the supply was just it was all messed up. Everything had gotten really uh, just confused and, and things weren't happening the way they were supposed to. And that tent was up there past Sacramento. It was just sitting there, but they weren't able to get it to us. Uh, the supply chain was messed up. Can I encourage you today? Our supply chain, where our joy comes from, where the supply of our need comes from, it's never going to get messed up. It, it's never going to get confused. Your package from the Lord will never be late. Uh, he doesn't have a problem with that, and I'm thankful for that today. Uh, but the Philippians, they were continually helping Paul as he was in prison. They were continually meeting his need. Not his want, but his need. In verse number 11 of that same chapter, he said, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I'm thankful today that the Philippians, they helped and they encouraged the preacher. I mentioned that earlier in the broadcast. If you have a pastor today, and all of us do, Let's encourage our pastor. Let's meet his needs. He's probably not going to say it. Uh, he's probably not going to uh, write it on the church bulletin. But if you'll listen and if you'll watch and if you'll be observant, you can see what his needs are. Uh, I think today about probably the, one of the greatest needs your pastor has is that you would pray for him. Pray for your pastor. The attacks of the devil are real. Uh, they're, they're real and they, they come often. Pray for him and uplift him in prayer. Prayer works. Uh, but it only works if we do. Uh, they took care of their preacher. Uh, they gave out of love. Uh, verse number nine, he said, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Where did they learn this love? They learned it from the apostle Paul. He loved them. He said, the things that I've taught you, the things that I have given you, you do them. You know, if someone teaches me something and I don't know if they care about me, it's one thing to receive instruction, but when I really am encouraged to do something, I'm looking at the person saying, do they love me? Sometimes people tell you things you don't want to hear, but they still love you. They do. It's not always what you want to hear, it's what you need to hear. And, and they, 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 they helped him because they knew he loved them. Isn't that why we love the Lord Jesus Christ today? We loved him because he first loved us. They saw Paul's love exhibited and they returned it in kind. Uh, they wanted nothing in return. They didn't ask the Apostle Paul for anything, but they helped him on several different occasions. Verse number 17, he said, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. 
They weren't doing it for, to get anything in return. They weren't a rich church. They weren't, they weren't a church that could, that, that could rely on all their reserves and all the money they had saved up. No, this church was giving out of, out of necessity for Paul, but they were giving out of things that they didn't necessarily even have. They, they, give, they gave not expecting anything in return, but you know what they got in return? Fruit. And that's what the Lord wants for us today. He wants us to have fruit. And as Paul said, that it would abound to their account because of what he was doing. I see that they sent him a messenger. This man by the name of Epaphroditus, verse number 18, But I have all in abound, and I am full and received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable and well-pleasing to God. He's mentioned in chapter number 2, verse number 25. He wrote, he said, Yet I suppose it necessary to send unto you Epaphroditus, my brother and companion in labor and fellow, fellow soldier, but your messenger and he that ministered to my wants. Paul said, I'm going to send him back to you, but you send him to me first. Maybe you need to be that messenger of help today. You say, I have needs, right? God's going to supply our needs. But what, who was he speaking to? He was speaking to people that were helping him with his need. If you can, all you can think about today are the things that you need, and that's all you can stay focused on. And I understand we all have needs today. I'm not diminishing that. But if you can get your eyes off of your need and how you can help somebody else, man, your needs will be met a whole lot faster. That's just how it works. That's just how it's supposed to be. Christ came not to be ministered unto, but to minister to those that were in need. He came to seek and to save that which were lost. Can I challenge you today, if you have a need, look for an opportunity to help others. Verse number 15 of that same chapter, chapter number 4, Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. Look for an opportunity to help other people. Nobody else was helping Paul, but you know who was helping him? this church at Philippi. They were the ones saying, you know what? There's a man in prison. There's a man in Rome. He helped us one time. Why don't we be a help to him? They had heard about it and nobody else was coming to Paul's, Paul's defense, helping him out with what he needed. Just his basic needs. He said, I, I, don't I don't speak in respect of want, but he had some needs. Look for an opportunity to help others. Can I encourage you today? If you're going to do that, you're going to listen as others speak. You're going to listen as others speak. Verse number 14, notwithstanding ye have well done that ye did communicate with my affliction. How do they know that? Because they had listened. They had read the letters sent to the other churches. They knew as it was being told uh, word of mouth that Paul needed something. We're not going to be able to help people if we don't listen to their need. Uh, can I encourage you as well to long to see others be fruitful? Rejoice with them that do rejoice, right? Whenever someone tells you about a great accomplishment, when somebody tells you about a great mountaintop experience, rejoice with them, even if you're going through a valley. Encourage them in, in, the, in the great things that are happening in their lives. Don't say, well, I wish that was happening for me, and I wish God would. No, God is going to supply your need. And can I encourage you lastly this afternoon, learn to be content. Oh, I know I need help with this one. Verse number 11, not that I speak in respect of want, but I have learned in whatsoever state I am, in prison, in jail, shackled, not able to do what he thought he was there to do. I have learned to be content. Am I content today with the place, maybe with the, with, with, with the trial that the Lord has given me? Am I content understanding the Lord wants to teach me something? I go back to our verse and I'll be done this afternoon. But my God, I hope today you're saved. I hope today he's your God. And I hope if he's your God, I hope that you're speaking to him. I hope that you're making him Lord of your life. My God shall supply. His supply never runs out. It's never going to run dry. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills, the Bible says, the wealth in every mine. Everything on earth is owned by the Lord. But you know, he's not even talking about his riches down here on earth, and he can supply our 
earthly needs with earthly riches. He can't. He's talking about something else. All your need, verse number 19, according to his riches where? In glory. I may not have everything met down here that I need. And by the way, I've been well taken care of. The Lord has been so good to me. As a song that we just heard sung speaks about, my Lord has taken good care of me. But can I tell you, his riches and glory is what I ought to desire. It's what you ought to desire. If you're thinking today, when is my need going to be met? Be content. Look to help others. Learn about people's, people's needs and help them. And in glory, that's where your riches will be. That's where your reward will be. I'm not living for what's down here. I'm anticipating what's coming up there. We want to thank you for tuning in this afternoon. And I know we miss our pastor, Pastor Cobert, out here on the broadcast. But thank you for tuning in. He'll be back. And we'll be back to normal here shortly. Thank you for tuning in. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.